Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to One Life Left Live from, well, our own houses. We're still not back at Resonance 104.4 FM. We can't wait until we are. But until then, this is One Life Left Lockdown, your favourite video game radio show. Uh, we, we've been doing this for 16 years. These are unusual circumstances. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And there's no we're Anne. We're talking about video... There's no there Anne. Is no there's still Anne. no Anne. There's still no Anne. Do you- uh, but we're going to... Battle through talking about video games for the next hour. Do you think we're ever going to see each other again, Steve? Well, I am certain we. Are. I wouldn't be doing this okay. if, we, if, I, if I thought if I thought this was all there was. I'd be like, nah, let's call it off. But no, we're definitely, definitely going to get back together. We got a message from Anne this week, didn't we? No, I meant just in terms of uh, like being allowed to, because. Um, uh, over the weekend, they've been talking about the possibilities of second lockdowns and all of that sort of stuff. So I just wondered if we're going to be broadcasting eternally from Dexter's bedroom. <laughs> well, I have a feeling it may get worse before it gets better. Um, <laughs> that's but that's a little basically bit like the show, life less. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so how have you been the last week? Uh, do you know what? It's been a blur. It's come around very, very quickly that it almost feels like nothing's happened in between when... Actually, quite a lot's happened in the video game world, hasn't it? But, um, yeah, you know, I haven't done much. I've, I've basically stayed here. Um, I went into London a couple of times. Actually, uh, partly, uh, no, that's a lie. I didn't go in Lon- into London to, to specifically steal this microphone from work. But <laughs> it, was a, it was a happy uh, a happy byproduct of going into London that um, I saw your, uh, your, your note to resonance last week when you sent the, the show through. Uh, apologising for the poor quality again you know interesting to start that after 16 years um, <laughs> uh, asking about what we could do about my microphone um, and I thought yeah I thought I will I will I will get one from work and see whether that uh, makes any difference to the quality lol um, I'm the using one of those on, on one axis yeah 
<laughs> I'm using one of those snowball mics that the professional podcasters use. Remember when we... Um, uh, Guy Cocker used to use one of these. He used to, mm-hmm. I always knew that he, he meant business because he bought a snowball mic and a running order. <laughs> we so, used to uh, do we did running orders no, we right, right back in the day nope, about 15 done. years ago nope. we were doing <laughs> um, so yeah hopefully it's a little clearer how, how are you I'm I'm alright uh, you know like you it's all a bit of a blur time has no meaning in this new post-Covid world, as we've all been saying for about six months. Uh, I, too, went into London, or travelled on public transport, uh, actually slightly out of London, um, to Marioki HQ on Friday. We did our first gig for a month. Um, I did that uh, in South London, so I had to get on the tube. How did you find public transport when you were in London? Uh, Well, it's not so bad for me, because I'm travelling from out of London. Um, Actually, public Mm. transport is a real joy, Um, and uh yeah so you always get a seat on my trains um pretty tricky drinking but, coffee through a mask well uh, i was gonna say is it a socially distanced seat and yes, it are is. people yep. obeying the mask regulations what would you say the percentages uh pretty good up here in hertfordshire um mm-hmm. uh yeah 90 percent masks and, and then the others you feel a little bit awkward about being suspicious of mm. just in case there's a non-physical disability hmm yeah, I've I've uh, I've noticed pretty good adherence in London, like generally on the tube, at least uh, in the daytime. After ten p.m., all bets are off. It's it's madness. It's like it's like Mad Max, but without masks. Just right. people marauding around carriages, daring you to question them. Okay. Don't. Of, don't. Course. of course you don't. Of know. course, you, because you don't know. You don't. They know. could. They could. They could have exemptions. Who knows? But I survived, uh, got into Marioki, got out, and I am back with no persistent cough or uh, lack of taste, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> there are so many potential jokes about this <laughs> COVID situation, aren't there? Good. There are. Um, Gotta laugh. So, yeah, I've not written any news, um, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I thought we could chat around. Well, we we were fine last week. It was a massive well, we... news section, almost like we'd been off for six months and had a lot to talk <laughs> right, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes this week. thing i wanted to talk about was the playstation 5 event as ign describes it uh did you watch this i didn't watch it i skimmed through it <laughs> i tend to these days wait until the event's over and then look for a pricey of the event and then sort of fast forward to and fro on the timeline to see the actual announcey bits okay maybe it's telling that this time after reading the summations of what had happened i didn't bother <laughs> Let's, um, uh, which quiz? It was the Generation Game, wasn't it? That's something for you children, uh, to, um, mm. <laughs> a cultural reference point for the youngsters there, uh, where, um, the end, uh, the end round, uh, was where they had a conveyor belt, and on that conveyor belt mm. was a load of stuff that you could win. 
if you could remember it at the end. So, what do you remember from the uh, from your uh, PlayStation so, Showcase event skimming? Okay, so I I mean again, I didn't skim. I just read what okay, other sorry. people had said about it. Um, I remember be Chinese Chinese whispers then. <laughs> Price is yep. the price is four hundred and forty nine quid, right? Yep. I think. Or so. Or I can't remember if that's digital or non-digital. I suspect that's the digital. Okay. So what are you saying about maybe? And then there's a CD version. CD. <laughs> a tape deck. There's another cultural <laughs> reference for you. <laughs> <laughs> Youngsters react to CDs. I'm going to put out your misery. Um, so it's four four nine yeah, for so the uh, for prices. the uh, disc one. version. Three nine nine. Okay, Sorry, and there's five a, nine. There's, there's a big arrow on the uh, IGN's uh, okay. editorial <laughs> imagery. Um, three five nine right, for the right. digital version. Okay, and um, and the disc version is basically looks like the digital version, um, uh, except for it's got a big bulge on big the side. Big old bulge. And, I think you'd describe and me as the disc version. <laughs> um, just, I don't think we, we have um, old men react to the appearance of the PlayStation 5. How do you feel about it? Well, uh, you know, uh, it's an aggressive price, isn't it? So I think uh, I'd, be, I'd, I'd love to know exactly when that was finalised. Um, some eagle-eyed viewers spotted the fact that the price was actually never referenced um, by the presenter, um, mm. um, it was it was basically insert price uh, price graphic here, <laughs> um, so, which implies that, that, that it was the wire, a right? uh, sorry. Yeah, they must have been right to the wire on that. Yeah, so that implies exactly how they can undercut the Xbox. Exa- well, so so um, it turns out that they can't undercut it. Um, mm. They can cut it. They can, they, exactly. They can, yeah. Um, so what do you think of what it looks like, though? How do you feel about having that thing in your home? Well, the I mean, uh, aesthetically, I mean, I, I have very few opinions on stuff like this. Um, we're currently uh, re- renovating our house, and my wife keeps asking for my opinion on stuff. And I, I genuinely don't have an opinion on uh, what stuff looks like. I'm like, yeah, that looks fine. Um, but my immediate observation with the uh, PlayStation Five is it, it look it appears that they've not learned anything from the, their predecessors uh there doesn't appear to be a visible or off switch <laughs> god only knows well that's good but is it good no that's good because it it is because it gives us a joke that we can cling to for the next seven years uh, apart from that it looks fine. fine i think it looks horrible but i haven't i think the last playstation I liked the look of was the PlayStation 2 and that was pretty ugly but at least it was brutalist the last I've not enjoyed their design for quite a while has it stopped you buying the hardware though I have not I have not pre-ordered a PlayStation 5 and currently do not intend to wow. um, well, because well, that was the big hoo-ha of course wasn't it because um uh, we were informed that uh, prior to any sort of pre-order campaign, there would be plenty of notice. Pre-orders went live mm-hmm. in almost immediately after the showcase, mm. um, uh, with most retailers out of stock by the time everybody got out of bed in the morning. Indeed. I I just... I'm fine with that. I want them to give me a reason to buy it, and I did not see a reason in all of the things that I cannot remember. 
Um, one of them was there's a new God of War, right? Of course there is. Uh, well, there's a so new God of War. I was going to ask you to to uh, to, to go through the um, the bits there now in order, but uh, you started at the end. Okay. You started at the end. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God of because War. Ragnarok. The reason I'm starting at the end. Be- yeah, but the- did they announce the title, or did it say just God of War game? I think it said God of War game somewhere, and then later on they announced the title, okay. which is why I can remember that, I think. Right. Um, okay. So, oh, uh, there's a Five Nights at Freddy's thing. There is a Five Nights there? at Freddy's. Well done. You win that. Um, I d- I, interesting have choice. Have you ever knowingly played a Friday no, Night Five Nights I at no. Freddy's? I don't know anything. Well, sorry. No. I, I, well, I, uh, it's, it's, it's Night Trap, but for y- young people, isn't it? I think so. I think okay. so. So that's quite an interesting choice to have as a PS5 launch title. It feels very much like a panel of old people have gone. What are, what are the children into? What, five night, four nights at, at Jason's, I, something like that. Let's let's book that. Let's book that in. Uh, I don't get it. Okay. Um, old men react to young right. people reacting to five nights at Freddy's. Uh, so that's one thing. Right? Okay. Presumably. What else you got? There's. All right, there's um, uh, that thing, Horizon. There's a Horizon, isn't there? There is. But it's also coming on PlayStation 4. We, well, we we knew both... Uh, actually, did we know did we know both those things beforehand? There was a, a little sleight of hand and a little bit of um, uh, confusion around uh, these cross-generational titles. I believe mm. that the Spider-Man... What's it called? It's not... Uh, it's not it's not an expansion. Sorry, you you I was going to say that. You can't not let me have that as a prize because I was going to say Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. <laughs> well, what what um how have they begun referring to it? Because it's not um isn't it an enter the Spider-Verse thing? Isn't it um Miles Morales? It is Miles Morales, but yeah. um it's not an expansion, it's not a sequel. I think they I think they they might be calling it an expansion. No. How would you um <laughs> Expanded universe. Yeah, well, uh, I think no. I think they've um, made up a word for it. Yep, that's coming. Um, but sorry, but the reason that I mentioned that is that I don't think Horizon Zero Dawn was part of the showcase. Steve, oh, so you lose that. Okay. I. All right. Uh, apologies. Um, there, there is. That might be it for me. Is there a Naughty Dog thing? You'd expect there to be a Naughty Dog thing. Oh, um, I don't believe that there was. No. Um, so they showed off Resident Evil, whatever number it is now. Oh, 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 oh! Did they show that cat game, the cyberpunk cat game? I don't stray. Think, no, they did not. Sadly, so they should do because I'm I'm in. They for left that. you disappointed. But I think it's also on PC. So okay, uh, yeah. Well, all right. Tell me then. Well, a bit like uh, Final Fantasy 16, which is uh, which was announced as being on PlayStation 5 and PC, but then they unannounced the PC version and said, it's definitely not coming. <laughs> no, it's not. No, we, we, we haven't confirmed that yet, they've been saying. Uh, I think that's Square Enix rather than so. We haven't confirmed that, uh, but you did. Okay. Um, uh, new Harry Potter, Hogwarts Legacy. That's right. Whatever. That's right. Uh, there was some Call of Duty Black Ops stuff. Yeah, just, you know, um, more of the same. Um, odds, uh, there was a new um, Odds World game. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there was some, some some high points. I think Miles Morales looks looks really good. Final Fantasy looks look, looks excellent. Of course, the remaster. So, Miles Morales is coming to PlayStation 4 as it well. Is, yeah, but they didn't mention that. Final Fantasy is, is definitely not, definitely, definitely not. We haven't announced PC, that yet. Except for when it does. Yeah. 
right? Okay. I I just I'm for me, um it's the first console announced in a very long time where there hasn't been a single point where I've gone, oh I need that early. Like I can wait until twenty twenty one to get one and I will end up with a PlayStation five. Uh but yeah. probably not at launch. Well, not least because I'm pre-ordered <laughs> and they're sold out. I think uh, that's been common across uh, Xbox as well, though, isn't it? Without Halo launching at uh, at, at launch, launching at launch. Mm. Um, yeah, is is there that 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 reason to pull you through? So yeah, it is going to be interesting. I think the uh, pricing is really aggressive. As we said last week, all of it is good news for people like you and me. And the thing that I did find really interesting that was. Um, going through IGN to remind myself of what was announced in a PlayStation showcase is that they've got all the videos up there um, that mm. were part of it, and you can watch them individually. Now, at the st- so so uh, you can scroll through, you can read about the game, and then you can watch the trailer. Okay, uh, the trailer is you know an essential piece of marketing for a video game. You could describe it as an advert, um, but before <laughs> they let you watch a, a trailer. For the PlayStation 5 games, there's an advert for PlayStation 5s. <laughs> I don't know, is that genius or is that a waste of money? I was going to watch it anyway. How far, typically, when you watch a trailer for a game, so you, you say there's a game you're slightly interested in, and you click through and you're on Yotub, how far do you click on the timeline to see the actual game? <laughs> or do you watch straight from the start? Well clever people um, right at the start show you what they're going to show you don't they to stop people like you and me from clicking ahead mm. uh, but generally speaking it's probably about 19 seconds yeah I was going to say 20 seconds in you're likely to see some game footage uh, if if Steam trailers in 6 seconds hasn't already sold, sold it to me which is my main source of uh, game knowledge these days uh, as a counterpoint to that of course the other news um that happened this week was the uh, September uh, Nintendo Direct Mini. Now, uh, the Nintendo Directs have become uh, a mainstay in uh, Nintendo's uh, way of communicating with uh, their their players, their hardware uh, owners. Um, and in the absence of things like the Treehouse at E3, um, there's been a lot uh, more, uh, much more expectation placed upon these. And so, um, Can I ask a question about these before? Please you go do. On? Yep. They confuse me a little. Do they have any kind of schedule, or are they just sort of drunk in the office one day, as we all are sometimes? And they go, they go, fancy doing a direct? Fancy? Yeah, sure. Switch the cameras on, and then bosh. What? Because they just seem to drop irregularly throughout the year. That's the thing, because you know, and that's why you've got to be constantly on your toes, Steve. I mean, I don't know how how you can sit here talking to me for an hour because, for all we know, <laughs> there might have been two. Been happening. Um, <laughs> a couple of cocktails down them. <laughs> um, Let's announce a new F Zero. Well, certainly this year uh, they have become more and more erratic, and um, yeah, uh, they generally announce them the day before. But uh, I, I believe um, last month in August there was one that was announced two hours before. And uh, yeah, so there was there was no opportunity to speculate or wonder what was going to be shadow dropped. Um, so that came out Hold this on. week. Sh- shadow dropped. Yeah, come on, Steve, get with it. What? No, I'm trying to. <laughs> what shadow dropped? Shadow drop. Uh, I don't know if that's an official term actually, but um, that's when <laughs> uh, there is a- an announcement about um, a game. You 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 may have known about the game, but you won't have known that it was coming out 
now. Um, and uh, that was Hades in uh, in last week's Nintendo Direct Mini. So uh, Super Giants um, uh, revered roguelike uh, just dropped on the Switch along with The Long Dark, which had been out on PC for a while. I didn't even know it was coming to Switch. And all, then, then before you know it, it's uh, there it is, and you and you and you and you're pushing by. Um, Did I review Hades last week? Did you? I can't remember. There no, so many, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you did. I don't did. think I did. I'm going to review it this week then. How exciting. Um, uh, but they opened with two Monster Hunter games. Two? Yep. Uh, Monster Hunter... Is this like Pokemon where they have two? Oh, no, it's not. Or is not. it a different way of doing two? Well, it's different. Oh, yeah, it's different to Pokemon, certainly. There was Monster, Monster Hunter Rise which is what people are saying is the proper Monster Hunter Switch game. Because um, Monster Hunter Generations was just an upgrade of the 3DS version, whereas this is uh, an all-new game. I mean, I don't know. I've never been able to get into Monster Hunter. It looked very pretty. Uh, I'll, I, you know. So Monster Hunter's the one where it's it's a sort of small group MMO. You go on quests to kill big monsters, get loot, and then kill bigger monsters, and it's, all, it's a loot-based. I, I imagine... It's a bit like Destiny, but for monster hunters. Yeah, Leo Tan used to used to love it, didn't he? Because it's mm. a, it's, a, it's a hard game, and they used to go and meet up uh, physically and join, and so, so they could play together. And I think there was a a pretty thriving social scene in London. Um, he may well have met a partner at one actually. I can't I can't call specifically. Really? Um, yeah, uh, and so um, yeah, it's a community that prides itself on being very very good at this super grindy game uh, that i have struggled to get mm-hmm. into but uh the, switch, the new switch version looked good and then there's a spin-off uh a spin-off sequel um uh, monster hunter tinder well exactly um although it's it's called uh, monster hunter stories uh two okay. um, which is uh, also out next year so um uh, I, I will be honest with you. I did watch the Nintendo Direct Mini during a during a, a like an actual company Zoom meeting. Um, <laughs> I, I genuinely did. Um, you know, if I was caught, I was going to say, "Listen, it's part of my job to know about this sort of stuff, isn't it?" And it's part of my job to know mm. know about this stuff immediately. Um, but uh, I had to do some talking when they when they were talking about Monster Hunter series uh, stories too. So. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as up to speed on it as. Uh, I imagine it's a single-player action adventure set in the world of Monster Hunter, with cross compatibility uh, with the uh, you know the main Monster Hunter game. And I, I'm literally imagining this. I have not looked into it. Okay. You well. are everything I know about Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, uh, you won't have long to wait because both of them are out next summer um a couple of other things uh, fitness boxing 2 is out uh, in december um did you did you play fitness boxing no i played um ring quest yeah. adventure ring is that yep. what it's called ring fit adventure yep. twice i played it okay very good well it, it would have been better simon if someone had let me so i bought that before lockdown right okay played it twice thought yeah, this is a bit annoying, but I'd rather go outside to go to the gym. Then all the gyms closed down. You're not allowed. Then, then, the yeah. price of Ring Fit Adventure, second-hand, went through the roof because it had sold out and no one could get hold of it during lockdown. It was toilet paper, yeah. hand sanitizer, 
and Ring Fit Adventure <laughs> were the, the three yeah. things that were panic bought. Um, I didn't know this. Mine had been gathering dust. I could have sold it for a tidy uh, profit. Yeah, you missed, didn't. Miss, missed your opportunity. Yeah, mm, I um, I can't remember if I, if I told you this last week either, but um, uh, I didn't play uh, fitness boxing, but I did buy... Um, uh, is it called Box Fit VR on the Oculus Quest? Okay. Um, which, you know, again, in lockdown, I was like, okay, well, I can't get out. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do some VR exercise. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of anything less attractive than a 48-year-old man. Uh, two um, LCD strapped to his face, <laughs> punching <laughs> I- I- imaginary things as they hurtled towards him. It, it got me pretty sweaty, but... Um, yeah, I'm uh, pretty pleased <laughs> I didn't have to look at that. The other thing that I did was um, uh, I bought a, um, a, a a golf putting game on the Quest as well, so I could get outside. Um, yeah, and uh, actually both of those did uh, did enable me to, well, uh, escape into the real world, virtually, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, certainly uh, the boxing... Uh, exercises that I did play uh, did make me uh, sweat and make my legs ache. <laughs> so, so they clearly work. Okay, I've got two pieces of uh, video game news. Okay, uh, which I, one of which I'm sure will interest you. CD Projekt Red have stated that Cyberpunk, their new game, Cyberpunk, what's it called? Twenty forty eight? No, Cyberpunk twenty. Come on. 20, 20, Keep going. T- t- all right. 2049. <laughs> no. 2050. 2000. What? When is it? 2077. Oh, it's going to be my next guess. They've stated that is going to be uh, slightly shorter than The Witcher because people criticised The Witcher for being too long. Well, they didn't listen to One Life Left, did they? <laughs> it was too short. You had... You had some of your happiest times inside The Witcher, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. How, and how can they be the judge of how long it takes people to finish stuff? I think they could get people to play it, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, but what? I would so assume we, so they've we... got more data on this than you. <laughs> well, I don't think so. I haven't told them how long it to finish The uh, Witcher. But, no, but so, so what they're implying is that everybody took the same amount of time to finish The Witcher 3, did they? Um, I only have that statement secondhand, uh, so this might not even be true. I read it on a Discord. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. But I, yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. But I thought you might not be. Well, um, I'm guessing that they're talking about the main quest, aren't they? And so, so that's fine. Um, uh, I think giving people an option to go uh, from the start of the game to the end of the game um, in as direct a manner as they prefer is entirely reasonable. Um, it is being uh, it's being graced with um, DLC post-launch DLC, isn't it? Plus, there's the online element as well. So I imagine it's going to be similar to something like GTA, where um, you where you will have um, an opportunity to see the credits, but uh, then you'll go online and there'll be uh, taking is money the, out, the... taking money out of my wallet on a regular basis. I would have thought. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not sure that's true. Isn't the online game an entirely separate thing? I believe they've said that this isn't the GTA model, that the online game is completely is a separate um, game, I think. 
But okay. I don't know. I might be wrong. Right. Might be wrong. Well, might be we'll wrong. go. You only have to wait only until 2077. Um, my second piece of news is uh, the Quest 2 has dropped, hasn't it? Or at least pre ordered for it have. So that was an aggressive that... price, wasn't it? Mm, and remains so. Has it cost you uh, money? No. Um, it hasn't? No, it hasn't. I. Uh, well, people seem very excited about it. Um, particularly, well, we all... It, it it leaked uh, onto the internet uh, three or four days in advance, and that and actually some um, some of the photos of the hardware have been online for a while, and so you know we were all expecting this. What we weren't expecting was two nine nine dollars. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what that's translated into pounds. Probably two nine nine pounds. I think it translates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's an upgrade in performance Um, there are a couple of bits here and there which don't sound quite as good as the Quest Uh, there's in terms of the um, the way that you could adjust the lenses to suit various um, ranges of sight I think that's narrowed a little bit and the the controllers apparently aren't quite as nice as the Quest Mm -hmm. 1 one but um, everything else uh, sounds straight ahead um, it's higher res, isn't it? Uh, it's got more res, and actually, that's literally true because it's got res coming as well, hasn't it? <laughs> it's got res infinites launching. Um, yeah. So yeah, but but I think that's on Quest as well. Yeah. The reason that I've not I've not jumped in is that I've not had the Quest long enough, and and actually, those improvements um, at the moment I don't see impacting me personally. Um, I do understand that uh, there won't be as uh, hard a time finding the hardware it was pretty difficult to, to uh, get a quest for a while um and so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, let, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait and see uh, what the reaction is uh before um moving well you know where you're gonna find out you're gonna find out on this radio show am i why have because you pre-ordered I, one i'm in are you oh brilliant not quite not quite so i got as far as the the page um with the items on it and then the, the, there's two problems here. One is that there are items. So it doesn't just want you to buy the Quest. It wants you to buy a couple of other things as well. I think there's a battery pack. Yeah, battery and pack like, and the comfy strap. That? Mm, do I need those? Uh, well, uh, the Quest itself is a little bit unbalanced. I've not had a problem with it. But the, you, if, you, if, you, if you get yourself on the Quest uh, subreddit, you can go down a real rabbit hole of these modifications mm-hmm. that you can stick on on the top or the side uh, to um, make the weight distribution slightly more even. And there's, uh, there's also the PC link cable. Yeah, any, any cable works these days, uh, I believe. Okay. So... Um, when they introduced Oculus Link, the official cable was 70 quid, and that was something like mm. th- three or five meters long. I mean, it was a, it was a long, obviously as it needs to be, but also it was really light. And back then in in beta, it was quite difficult to get the Quest talking to your PC. But um, yeah, you could use any old slot these days. So um, yeah, just as long as you've got a USB. Like, sorry, that's with the with the original Quest. I, I would hope it's the same with Quest Two. So but it's, so that's. Yeah, that's that's part one. Okay. Like, I, I think I can get over that. Um, second part is it's white. Yeah. And that seems like a bad idea for any kind of gaming hardware. Like, that's one of my problems with the PlayStation 5 is no one should be using a white controller. 
it's bad <laughs> it makes it makes hygiene way too visible like you don't want to do that and on a yeah on a on a device that's on your head i don't know i suppose but you know the advantage of vr is that you don't have to look at it <laughs> you're not you going to see it look at a, a 40 something year old man in a, <laughs> a, in a yellowing headset uh, <laughs> boxing some well yeah. um what date what date is it launching uh, it's quite soon, isn't it? It's October. It is in October. I just wondered whether you're going to get it in time to join the Star Wars Squadron VR team. <laughs> well, I've pre-ordered it Excellent. on PC. So uh, so I'm in, if you're in. Oh, totally. Right, I'll, get, I'll get on with that um, after the show. I will pre-order tonight. Good. Well, I'll see you there. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Britain's favourite video game radio show. Uh, we're live on Resonance 104.4M. Uh, we're live on Resonance 104.4FM in a peculiar version of live that involves pre-recording at home. Uh, we did our first show back after six months last week, and we're back again. And this is going to be a clear, continuous weekly streak forever. One <laughs> assumes. Uh, it's time for our letters, isn't it, Simon? It is. Thank you very much for the letters that you've been sending in. Uh, please do keep them coming to... Team at onelifeleft.com Goodness me, I want Anne back. Yeah, like we, hadn't, we, we hadn't worked that out in advance, had we? Um, feels weird, feels weird. Steve, you're going to go first, aren't you? Hello, writes James Parker. What a funny year. It's nice to have you back, a point of light in a murky world. With the breaking news about the world's leading banks laundering money for fraudsters and criminals, my question is, what game do you most regret buying? See you soon, Jay Parks. I've missed this breaking news. Yeah, the bank's been naughty again, Steve. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? It's almost um, like you shouldn't be trusting them with that with your money. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what options uh, do we have other than buying gold? Wow. Uh, right. So, 
What game do you most regret buying? Oh, that is a very good question, isn't it? I, um, I, uh, so with my new gaming PC, I've been, I've been trying to take the opportunity to uh, start making a dent in my backlog. Um, there are a number of games that I've bought and I uh, feel like I should have played, but I've never quite got round to. Um, the ones that I've, and actually it's quite difficult to take a, uh, an, an, an unbiased perspective on a game that you resent having bought and not having played for years. Um, and so I fired up Dying Light recently, um, a game that is, you know, keeps bobbing up and down the top of the Steam charts. So it's clearly very good. Um, and uh, yeah, I got through the tutorial bit, which actually took a couple of hours, quite a long tutorial area. Just took a look at it and thought, it's oh, not really for me, is it? But actually, I have thought. Um, so, so yeah, there is this sort of general regret around you know wasting the eight pounds or whatever that I spent on the Steam sale. But the one that I, the one most recently was uh, World War Z or Z, uh, okay. which which I bought. Um, you know, modern take on Left for Dead. They said, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of enemies on screen. They said, that sounds interesting. I said, and so I bought it. And um, three weeks later, it was free on the Epic Store. I got. <laughs> oh. I did some um, a very real danger these days, isn't it? It is yeah, a real danger. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I've never played it. <laughs> Can't bear to. What about you? So, well, I have a couple of answers to this. Um, I remember a long time ago, maybe, well, doesn't matter, does it? Because whoever cares about this can just Google the name of the game, uh, which is Viva Piñata. When did that come out? Oh, it was an Xbox 360. Was it a launch so title? Yeah, maybe not. I, I want to say 11 years or 12 years, maybe a bit more. I, I don't know. Um, I uh, bought that game because I thought that my partner had been very into Animal Crossing. Uh, that had sort of, you know, gone away. There was no sign of a new one, and she. I thought this is a good way to get her back into games. I'll buy that. Uh, I actually remember buying it in Morrison's, my only game purchase ever in the Morrison's, uh, and bought it there and. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's a nice game, but she played it once, uh, and it yeah, it absolutely didn't work for her or for me. So that was a waste of fifty quid. And Res Infinite recently. Right. <laughs> Harking back to what you said earlier. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm past the point. I think I've said this on the show before because we got uh, <laughs> got a couple of tweets about it. But I'm past the point of pretending Res uh, is a good game. That's not fair. It is fine. It's good. It's nice. It's okay. But it, I don't think it stands up today. I really don't. Uh, I think there are games that do Res's thing better than Res ever did. And uh, Thumper, for example. <laughs> We're going to fast forward to it. One life left in ten years, <laughs> where I'm, I'm past the point of pretending Thumper is a good game. Uh, yeah, I, I bought Res Infinite. Even it, so even in, in VR. VR, right? Uh, yeah, especially especially in VR. Uh, it's just not that good. It's very brutal and it, it's fine. 
it's a solid 7 out of 10 game, but we're not in a 7 out of 10 era. There are so many games that are playing 7 out of 10s is not worth it. I think that is... There are, there are, there are plenty of other games that I've, I've not got, uh, like, that I've played and thought this is not really for me. Um, but I've... I don't know whether I could really say I, I regret buying them. Uh, I don't know. Th- those are the two that stand out for me. Robert Wells writes, Hello team, hello SSG. Welcome back to the Airwaves. I've missed you. Today I had to describe to a man from customs what a famimimidi is. Uh, he obviously pronounced that better than me. Um, he describes it. He says it's a connector for playing MIDI through an NES. He eventually just just put down cables. What part of the gaming world do you find difficult to describe to people less knowledgeable than ourselves? Pip, pip, Robert. Oh, that's a good question. As Robert's questions always are. I've missed Robert's yeah, correspondence. Yeah, well, this weekly letter. It's Robert. good to have you back, Robert. Um, I uh, so I don't live with my son, sadly. Um, he comes over every other. Uh, weekend and uh, you know, generally our our um, most in-depth conversations are about video games uh, he's, um, he's he's grown up in Minecraft he's, he's grown up with Fortnite doesn't like it now though um, really but the thing that uh, he is into is Apex Legends and um, that's the thing he's most excited about he thinks he's very good at it he, he keeps winning tournaments uh, here and there and that's great and Whenever I sort of look over his shoulder and watch him play, it's genuinely impressive. But the thing, <laughs> this is almost the opposite of Robert's question, is, uh, is that whenever Dexter talks to me in depth about Apex and what's going on with the, um, uh, they aren't called heroes, I think, and, they're, and they're not called operators because that's when most succeed. Uh, I jokingly sort of nod, um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 nod along with his um reasoning uh, but i'm just entirely baffled by all the ins and outs and all the powers that they've got and all the rest of it i was thinking about uh, trying to get him on air so that he could educate everybody about apex legends but of course he was too busy playing apex legends <laughs> but that- <laughs> i think that that is quite a good idea for a segment because there are too many games right we both know this you know it's very 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 hard like when i was a games journalist i mean we're both still games journalists via the radio but when i was a print i'm certainly on a lot of press lists (laughs) it it is it was very easy to understand all of the games that are coming out or at least the you know the top tier games certainly this is going to be the big hitter this month or this week um it was rare that a game uh sneaked by me now there are huge games there are almost sub industries that i have no idea about stuff that i do not understand simon have you ever played a game of league of legends no do, would you do you understand league of legends do you understand what sort of game it is even? i i'm i'm almost certain that if you uh put some pictures of league of legends in front of me i wouldn't be able to name that game <laughs> I'm, I'm almost certain that's the case. And that's been not just around for a long time, but making ridiculous amounts of money for a, a long, long time. Um, I 
I think I would recognise a screenshot of it, but I've heard people talk about it, students of mine at university talk about it, and again, bewildering. I don't understand. I, like, I, I don't get it. This isn't exactly answering Robert's question. Again, it's sort of answering the opposite to Robert's question. Um, but maybe a more educated person than me would be explaining, answering this question like this. Yeah, I can't explain League to anybody at all. Um, I hope that answers um, your question, Robert. I will... Well, I'm going to be quite interested in that, actually, because the line froze for the entirety of that answer. Uh, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> I'm just hoping that it recorded at your end and that it makes sense yeah. and that you didn't swear. Thanks, Robert. If you want to write in to One Life Left, you can do so by sending a letter to team at onelifeleft.com. And you can measure the delay on the call by, <laughs> by, uh, by that piece of audio. All right, here's some music. back to One Life Left, live on Resonance 104.4 FM and from my son's bedroom. Uh, where are you, Steve? I am in my living room, which is right next to a, you know, a busy, I would say. No, it's not that busy. Quite near a busy road in uh, South London. <laughs> I, I um, Sorry, I was laughing because uh, behind you I can see a window. Uh, I would really like the idea, if we do this regularly, um, we're recording it on a Sunday, please don't write in, we're not live, um, but if people work out where you live, they can come and stand behind that window, can't they, like they do in the New York breakfast shows, <laughs> <laughs> holding up signs, um, and uh, yeah, so that we can read them out on yeah. air, being naughty. It's, mm, it's it's a frosted glass window. And what, so they have to push to themselves <laughs> <laughs> they have to push themselves quite hard against it. I'm all for it. Okay, we should start giving out some clues. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm we... laughing, but don't do that. Well, I'm laughing <laughs> and do. Um, <laughs> we're coming up towards the end of the show. It's it's uh, it's rattling yeah. by, isn't it? Um, I hope we're going to be able to piece it together properly. Um, yeah, the internet is a bit choppy tonight, as we were saying. Uh, what are you lot doing a on second it? Ago. So, yeah, if you could just use the internet a bit less on Sunday evenings, it'd make it easier for us. Uh, but we've we've done the news, we've done the letters, um, plural, and it's time for the reviews. 
So I've been playing, uh, you know, quite a few games this week, as I have been recently, streaming a few of them to my viewer. Um, but Simon, uh, like, do you want to go first or should I? I don't mind. Why don't you go? You're you're already talking. Well, why don't I follow up on one of your reviews from last week? I played Paradise Killer. Yeah, I saw your note on the internet about this, about feeling the need to check my work. Have you started to doubt <laughs> I just thought, you know, One Life Left has to be a bit more rigorous as we're in our dotage. And uh, no, I saw it. I, I, I was, well, here's what happened. I went to stream something last night and that thing I was going to stream was Mario Sunshine because I thought it'd be very interesting to play Mario Sunshine for the first time since I reviewed it for Edge <laughs> and play it, uh, play it 18 years later live on stream and uh, consider consider the folly of youth but uh, as I tried to stream it my capture card wasn't working properly so I couldn't do that now I've fixed my capture card now and I'm going to do that at some point not tonight but at some point next week uh, but I needed something on PC to play and top of my Steam 2 playlist because it looked interesting because you'd said nice things about it with Paradise Killer so I did do that and what were your thoughts? so um I want to do a website, and if anyone out there wants to help me do this website, this website uh, is called thingsreviewthings.com, and you take an excerpt of a thing, and you record it, or you screenshot it, um, and it is that thing with an excerpt that sums up that thing for you. And in Paradise Killer, about ten minutes in, the lead character says, I don't know what's going on. And that would be my review quite early in because I had no idea. It's got a lot of text in it. It's got a, quite a lengthy setup, um, and I, ha- I didn't understand anything that it was telling me. Uh, did you at the start? No, that was the whole point about how just confident it is in its world building that you just so drop- confident. And I, I absolutely loved that. Like, like I, I was bewildered by it, but the style and the confidence of the presentation. And the, the actual world build, building was really, really, really good. It reminded me of a well-put-together uh, series or graphic novel or something that I'd read again and again to try and understand exactly where this was set. And you go back to the beginning, having played through it once, now knowing what these references are. Uh, so, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. And wandered around the world, uh, really enjoying the, the sort of in-world... Delivery Steve, I'm, sorry, I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to um, interrupt you slightly. Uh, you're, you are getting pretty mm-hmm. passionate about Paradise Kill- Killer, uh, and your 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 top is mm-hmm. rubbing against your microphone. Is it? Okay. It is. I'll just take my top off. Okay? <laughs> so are your trousers rubbing against the microphone? <laughs> and for the for the rest of this, you have to subscribe to the One Life Left Only. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm um, really really enjoyed the set. Love the look of it. I think it's like uh, really well visually designed. I didn't like the way the characters are in the world. That kind of billboarding thing. Um, sort of, right. I don't know, something about that set me on edge a little. Um, but everything else I thought was great. The game itself is not the sort of game that I can really play on my TV, which is how I play most of my PC games. There's so much dialogue in it um, that I'm going to struggle to play it there. But I really enjoyed the sort of basic 
I, I get how the game works, right? It's a little bit investigate things, talk to characters, choose dialogue options, find objects, complete quests like that. It's got a little bit of puzzle solving in there as well. Um, but it's quite simple and it's all about storytelling, isn't it? Enjoyed it, I hope to go back to it, but even if I don't ever do that, and I might not, 7 out of 10. I might go back on it uh, and uh, recheck your work, checking my work. If that's okay with you. Um, I've been playing uh, BPM, uh, beats per minute, uh, on PC, which is uh, it's the first of uh, what appears to be many rhythm action first-person shooters. So taking the idea, isn't it called bullets per minute? Oh, is it bullets per minute? I, I well, it's BPM I in my it sorry, yes. Um, that's a much better name. That's right. That's why I don't make games um, or name them. Um, <laughs> bullets per minute. Uh, it's in my studio. It's in my big um, So it's a game in which uh, you um, uh, must go through a, a procedurally generated series of rooms, killing enemies uh, by firing your weapon or dodging or jumping in time to the beat. Uh, it's got. Uh, well, certainly the first level has got um, a pretty heavy-going rock soundtrack, which I which I really do like, actually. Um, uh, visually, it's it's really appealing, and I can see um, the moments that it's clicked for me. I even have to knock it down to the sort of slightly easy mode. Uh, but when it's clicked for me, those brief moments, it, it's felt really, really, really good. The idea being that... Um, you shoot obviously bam 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 with the beats uh, but you also do things like reload as well and each gun has a has a, a different number of stages to reload that you do on the beat and it's it's um it's putting the uh, the sound effects over the uh the soundtrack as well and you get it in time it feels good very satisfying i'm just terrible at it i'm really I, yeah um i've uh like i say i've knocked it down to the slightly easier mode where it's a little more forgiving but you lose out on your multipliers but still i am yet to escape from the first set of rooms um only for a couple of hours now. i have to say thoroughly enjoyed it and i can see um from the reaction that it's been getting on on store on steam that um it's it's overwhelmingly positive i i, I will stick at it but i do i do worry that uh, I don't have the uh, reactions or the reflexes to uh, to really do it justice. Seven out of ten. All right, I'm going to check your work next week on that as well. <laughs> uh, I've been playing as well. I, I'm not sure if I reviewed this last week. A Monsters Expedition. Did I mention that? Oh uh, no, you didn't. No. So Monsters Expedition is Dracnex's new game. Uh, creator of uh, Good Snowman is hard to build. Uh, one of my favourite block puzzle pushing games they're all based on soccer band uh stephen lavelle makes loads of good ones there's loads in puzzle script that brilliant free engine you can find online as well but you'll recognize the dynamic it's uh square by square try and push squares sorry push crates onto x's is the original and this in this version you're trying to move between islands by pushing logs around it's a little bit stephen sausage roll but much friendlier much kinder it's a beautiful, relaxing world. Most of the puzzles so far are very easy, but recently I've found ones that I've been spending, well, uh, there's one I'm stuck on that I've been on for an hour. I'm still really, really enjoying it. It's a good game to relax into late at night, and it's got a really, really kind, very, very British uh, script, sense of humour. 
uh, by a friend of the show, Pip. So absolutely love it. Uh, very, very, very much recommend it. I think it's on Apple Arcade as well. Uh, seven out of ten. I think we're, we're slightly, I mean, it's difficult to know exactly how much we've done, but I think we're, I think we're, I think we're running over, Steve. We might need to leave it there. We might need to leave it at the cliffhanger when we're going to, I was going to talk next at, uh, about um, my experiences with the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection, but that might ah. have to wait. That's going to have to wait, I think. Okay. And so will my review of Hades, which we trailered Ooh. earlier in the show. But we can, uh, you know, we can do that across two episodes. I'll, I'll save that for next week as well. Good. Um, well, it's been nice to see you. It's been lovely to see you as well. Um, you know, we are going to have to do this in real life at some point. We have to sort out our scheduling for that. Um, but I've enjoyed this, really, really enjoyed this. Uh, so thank you for your time, Simon. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and thanks and for you're listening. welcome to my time as well. <laughs> Goodness me! You make this so much hard work. Uh, yeah, thank you to, thank you to listening. Uh, thank you for listening uh, to everyone who's listening. Thank you to our letter writers, as well, and thank you, of course, to Resonance One Hundred Four Point Four FM. We've been one life left. Uh, we'll see you next week. But until then, goodbye. 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 <laughs>